What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Funcast, episode 112, recorded today, Tuesday, April 13th, 2021. My name is Paul, and joining me is Ahmed. How are you, Ahmed? <laughs> Why are we doing this in like a Delta flight announcement voice? Like, if you look in the back of your seat, you'll find the seat card. Uh, please make sure to review all safety announcements. <laughs> What's happening? Please pull on the uh, yellow strap. Oh, no, that's Disney rides. Wait, that's not a plane. <laughs> Nerd ass. Listen. Remember when you got me that yellow strap? Like, it's a little keychain or whatever? I still have it on my backpack. It's a Not nice that my strap. backpack goes anywhere besides, like, <laughs> here in the home, but... Um, I almost got yeah, with myself, so and I was uh, like, I don't like having bulky keys. Especially when I don't drive a car. Like, I don't know. I feel like if I drove, I can at least put the keys somewhere that isn't in my pocket. But... Yeah, it is. It is a pain in the ass carrying big. keys around. Uh, yeah, they are. They are big. So yeah, I I usually. Um, oh, you said you have it on I your backpack. That. I guess maybe I should. I have it on my backpack. Yeah, so I have my on my backpack on one of the little uh, key rings on my backpack. Maybe I should so do that. It's. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, not that our backpacks are going anywhere right now. So I mean, hopefully soon. <laughs> hopefully soon. Maybe this summer. Hopefully soon. Go crazy a little bit. Go stupid. Um, <laughs> how has your week been? How has your past week been? Have we done anything um, exciting? My week. My week was good. Uh, my week was good. I didn't play too much. What did we do? We were going to... We streamed... No, we didn't stream. We were going to stream, and then we didn't, and we are going to, and then we didn't. Um, <laughs> just but what story. did I end up doing? I, on, yeah, I know. So, on Thursday night, I did... Was it Thursday? Yeah. Hold on a second. The big, the big reveal? Is that what you were getting at? Yeah, wait. Wait, hold on. I'm holding. Paul's got a live... What the hell? Something. There's like... <laughs> There's like bass in my office. Hold on. <laughs> bass boosted? What's going on? Hold on. Wait one second. Let me just turn off this air purifier. <laughs> back. Not his basement vibrating. All right. Well, while he's gone, <laughs> what I did. Oh, wait. What? I know what it is. It's the dishwasher. Oh. Hold on. Okay. Anyway, ignore me. I don't know how to function. <laughs> the dishwasher <laughs> is literally rumbling my entire ceiling. <laughs> All here is. <laughs> I'm like, who's trying to kill me? The aliens are finally here. Um, the good news is I yeah, can't hear so, anything, so we're great. We're doing fine. Oh, that's good. That means that means the rest of the stream is going to think I'm a lunatic. So a little bit. Not that you guys don't already think that now, but that's okay. Um, where was I? Oh, so I streamed on Thursday night, um, and then I had this great idea. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to get first place. In, so we talked about Tetris 99 coming out. In the middle of the show, we did a live show just like this, um, and we're sitting here, and we're like, you know, Whatever, there's news, we're going through it, and I get this notification, it's like Pac-Man 99 announced, and it's coming out, like, tomorrow or whatever. And it was two days, uh, yeah, two days later, Wednesday night. No, yeah, so tomorrow. So it was tomorrow at the time, so it was, like, Wednesday night. Wait, <laughs> you <laughs> lost me. So last Tuesday, we were recording an episode, much yes. like we are now, and, and the, the yes. announcement came out that it was coming out tomorrow, so it came out last Wednesday, April... Correct. Six oh, or okay, April seventh. Okay, be, no, you're trying to be cute. Now you said a lot of like days. You, you were like, days. okay, it came out the day before yesterday, tomorrow, and upside the people, down world, the people like, knew, the people knew, mm, the people knew what I was talking debatable. about. Debatable. Go on. Okay, debatable. So it came out Wednesday. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna stream this on Thursday. So I got brave, and I'm like, you know what? Let's see if I can get first place in Pac-Man '99 and Tetris '99 in the same stream. What did that turn into? That turned into me streaming the 99s all like for two hours or whatever the hell it was. It was the most stressful stream and ever. It really was. And But I'll tell you what. I've got a damn good handle on Pac-Man 99 now. Um, and I, I feel like, like I got first place again last night. So anyway, I finally got first place 
like, I don't know, an hour and a half into the stream or something, uh, maybe two hours, I don't remember, and then I started playing Tetris, and I got, like, I don't know, second place on the first try, and then I just went all downhill from there. Yeah, and then you were, um, like, you could just but, feel yourself getting tired, and you're like, guys, yeah, I'm gonna I was win, like, it's like, Paul, go to sleep. My brain... <laughs> Yeah, and then this, and then the pro controller wouldn't connect to my switch. It was just like oh, no. everything was against me. I do remember that. Yeah, it was a mess. Yeah, so that's okay. But so it did that, um, and then Saturday I streamed um, more Pokemon cards. So my next, my well, not my next, my order from Target uh, came in. Oh, hello, Rita. <laughs> um, so my Pokemon cards came in from Target. So on Saturday night I did a stream of those, and we opened what. I think we opened like five. We opened up four. The plan was to open up four six pack tins, and then I was going to leave one for off stream. And then I had a good size, like we had a good amount of people in the stream or whatever. So I'm like, let me just open up the fifth one. And sure enough, the first pack in the fifth uh, tin was a Charizard V Max, which is the rarest card in the set, um, worth like o- over three hundred dollars. Like graded, if it's a perfect ten, it's over a thousand dollars. So really exciting i was like so shook i like stopped and i'm like i need to breathe for a second i screamed um the clip is in the discord but yeah super exciting oh here it is actually here put it on display i have it right here sitting next next to my desk here an acrylic block or some shit (laughs) literally in like sealed away it's uh it's kind of hard to see maybe but yeah so here it is in like a the camera's like what if i blurred you out (laughs) it's like that's not a face it's looking specifically for faces that's the issue I know, I know, ring light <laughs> perfectly yeah, in the halo he's <laughs> a biblical figure angelic um anyway yeah so it was super exciting and like the pulls we got from some of the other uh tins weren't like oh, it wasn't like bad at all like there were a couple stinkers or whatever but overall it was a really good uh really good stream so and then ending it with the with the charizard was really cool uh and obviously now with that set i don't think i'm gonna stream uh open you know the unboxing or ripping whatever of that set specifically because we got the charizard now so that's like the rarest card so and we got the full art ball guy so which everybody else was super <laughs> stoked about not in that stream um yes carlos like but yeah was so, much more important but congrats i guess <laughs> yeah yeah so that was super super exciting um and what i was saying on the stream is like back when i was little i never even got to pull a uh a um a charizard from the packs way back in the day i ended up trading like to get one um so yeah really cool stuff uh super exciting and once grading opens up again i'll get it graded and see how much i destroyed it opening the package um which hopefully is not a lot at all because i was like i literally like, dropped it and i was like oh my god i don't want to touch it <laughs> so i'll be traumatized it was, uh, yeah, it was super exciting. Uh, it would have been really cool if I pulled it while uh, while I was being raided the previous stream. Oh my god! But or the previous Pokemon card stream. But yeah. So did you the plan right now? Well, did you like wipe it down before you put it in the plastic, like from any like fingerprints from you pulling it? So there were no fingerprints on. I looked. There was like little specks of dust, and I took it out the other day and like wiped it down to try to get everything out. Okay. Um, but there really there's not much of anything. It's double sleeved, so it's in like this perfect fit sleeve and then there's a bigger sleeve over top of it and then it's in a top loader which is the plastic and then it has a bag around it so no other dust the way you're which is might as well put up like (coughs) museum lasers and shit like it's the louvre i know i know class literally so yeah it's fine so that's that's how people recommend you put like the rare cards away yeah um and secure them whatever so yeah, so once uh, PSA obviously stopped grading or stopped uh, the grading of cards SPS? Uh, for the time being. PSA stand for Pokemon no, something academy? Uh, no, something something more vague uh, because they grade a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. 
Uh, I'll tell you. Playing card. Also, <laughs> public service announcement. Hello, Jeff. Thanks Prostate specific antigen. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it that's not it that's no, no that's definitely not it um sorry what were you saying i was saying hello to jeff in the stream in the stream oh time. hello jeff a professional sports authenticator ah, okay. so they probably started with uh with sports cards yeah obviously that makes sense um but yeah so it was super exciting uh really cool stuff there so i've got um the rest of the target order which isn't much it's only three other tins i'll probably open those on friday because they come in on friday so instead of doing my normal stream on thursday i'll do a stream on friday um yeah and then what what else did i do and then um yeah i played uh blazing chrome blazing chrome is like a uh it's kind of like metal slug so i didn't know what it was until i looked into limited run games and they had a, a release of it and the release is like really highly sought after and whatever um and i looked into the game and i'm like oh this is like right up my alley it's just like metal slug so i got that on sale digitally i think on thursday and i started playing that a little bit and it's pretty hard i have but it's never heard of this game in my life <laughs> not even a little bit yeah um, but yeah, I, you, I guess that's the fact that it's a, a limited run release means it's very indie, and that's probably why. No, no, that doesn't mean anything anymore because they're releasing <laughs> Damn, like mind. no more heroes. No more heroes is getting a physical copy mm. uh, through limited run games, so it's uh, they've expanded a lot. Interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of this, but yeah. it definitely looks like exactly up your alley. So I'm glad that you enjoyed it. But yeah, yes. So um, yeah, it's. Uh, mm -hmm. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And then, of course, I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I literally, I think I screamed the entire time this episode. Um, that was the best episode by far. I've watched it twice now. It is so fucking good. <laughs> I just... Yes. So good. Ugh. So once the once the series wraps up in two more episodes, we'll do a spoiler cast there. We'll, we'll get all of our emotions out. Yes. Um, and all of our theories and all that good stuff. But for now... Yes, yes, yes. Live your life in suspense. Hush, hush. I mean, if you want to join our Discord and talk in the spoilers, be right. Be yeah. our oh, guest. It's, it's such it's such a pain though. It's like you got a spoiler tag everything. And, oh, it's just I get it because if I were like not watching it and someone spoiled it for me, I'd be very upset. I also so, my issue uh, is is the opposite thing where like I'll have not watched the episode yet and I'll see someone go in the Marvel chat and like write something with a spoiler and my first instinct is just be like, oh, of course I've seen it already and like go to click the spoiler. I'm like, wait, no, I haven't. So. <laughs> but that's uh, well my favorite is my favorite is friday morning at 8 a.m when certain people that i follow on twitter go through and like are live reacting i'm like guys like it's, like, it's literally been out for like hours like please please get it together and like all the articles stupid like comicbook.com i don't know why i still follow them on twitter because they're like click by clickbait central and it'll be like fans are outraged and it's literally like two tweets and they're like, like who, right, who's outraged? right right um but right. they're like they'll always post like <laughs> Um, we or watch always uh, as we explain, you know what happened at the end of this episode, and we'll give like a really brief like description of what happens. I'm like, hello, it's 10 a.m. Look, I didn't see this yet. So right, it, oh, it's so frustrating. It is infuriating, and like the fact on Twitter that people don't they don't like go through and spoiler anything or spoiler tag anything because you can't on Twitter. So they're just like full on well, reactions. And I'm you like, you can because you can like block words on Twitter, but like. At the same time, like, I don't want to always block stuff because I want to see stuff after I'm done watching the episode. But, like, I don't have the effort to go in and block words and unblock words. Like, I just try to no, stay off Twitter yeah. completely for the Friday I mornings. I am just, 
I'm just trying to live my life and you know get through the work day and watch Captain America or uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier at the end of the day. See? Like, please. What Rita said in the chat. Anyways, I'm gonna spare the podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, Rita Untamed. But yes, yeah, so uh, Jeff made a comment in the in the chat here about almost getting Elite Trainer boxes for Battle Style. So going back to Pokemon Talk. Uh, but yes, good good idea snapping out of that because Battle Styles is a horrible set. So Ooh. that's a set that it's like the newest <clears throat> set that it just the pull rates and everything are not very good. So I've opted to not even get into that because it just uh, it'll it'll be a rabbit hole. But what I did do, and I <laughs> it's funny. I'm like we got to make it quick, and then here I am doing stupid things <laughs> as I told you, as promised. As promised. Um, I got the I got the latest um, jumbo card. You don't have an Echo, do you? I feel like I just heard myself laughing. No. Why would there be oh, an echo? Sure. There's nothing coming out of my speakers. Oh, I don't know because sometimes you keep your speakers on on accident. So well, I would have anyway, noticed the, early on. Okay. I got the new pack of um of jumbo cards I was showing on stream, and like I have these random packs of Pokemon cards. So maybe after we finish streaming the podcast, I'll like I literally have three, four packs of Pokemon cards that came with it. I'll open them and hold them up to the camera or something. I don't know. Anyway, hold up like we'll a, leave that for after the recording. Like a makeup. Hold person. it like this. Yeah, <laughs> like literally. Kamehameha. Okay, anyways, I'm done. All right, so what have you been up to? Oh my, what's happened? I think my roommate's getting a delivery. So delivery people are really aggressive. They're like, if you, they'll ring the doorbell, and if you don't answer within one second, they're like, this person didn't hear me. Let me ring again. And it's like, buddy, do you think I live under the doorbell? Like, I have to get up and like, move. Anyway, um, this past week, uh, I did a, a bunch of things, but nothing like particularly new, except for, well, a few things. Um, so a little bit of Overwatch we played. There's the event going on. Um, so, uh, oh, there's a new skin this week. We've got to play for that skin now. Um, and then, oh, damn it. I missed the other skin. Oh, my God. Did you not get it? I feel like you got it, the Lucio uh, one. Maybe uh, you didn't. Well, rest in pieces to uh, you, I guess. <laughs> the look of shame. <laughs> you sound like Darth Vader. Um, I played a little bit of Rollercoaster Tycoon, finally. Um, I say finally, as if I haven't played it in forever. But uh, Finally? I, all you do is play Rollercoaster Tycoon. Yeah, but I'm now officially... So after uh, getting my new SSD, all my progress was raised, so I'm restarting it, and now the goal is to complete that game before I turn 30. So we'll see how that goes. Um, one level's down, however many to go left. Uh, and we have a few months. Six months? About six months-ish. Um, anyway, uh, and then I played a game called the du When the Darkness Comes, which I don't actually know how I heard about this game, but it's in my, in, or been in my Steam library for quite a while. It's been on my list for a while. And it's literally just like a one-hour walking simulator. Like, to call it a game is a stretch. Um, but it was terrifying. <laughs> it's about, like, anxiety and depression and like just you know mental illness in general um and like there's all these warnings when you start and it's like if you have depression or anxiety like please don't watch play this game like it's probably not for you um and i was like eh you know all these games that have these warnings like doki doki literature club was like stupid as hell i'm not gonna trust it meanwhile the entire game was like an anxiety attack and it was horrifying um so <laughs> but it was it was pretty interesting i i would recommend giving it a shot for for an hour i don't know if i got it for free or how much i paid for it but um I'll give it a shot. It was an interesting little experiment, I'll say. No. <laughs> it's quite simple. No. He said no. I, I turned on the stream. I turned on the stream, and I was, like, uh, running around doing some stuff, just getting ready to obviously, like, lay down or whatever. And I was about to jump in the shower, and I'm like, maybe I'll leave this on and, like, listen to it in the background or whatever. And I was like, nope. I'm absolutely not. <laughs> I didn't realize absolutely it was, like, not. a horror game. All, yeah, it was it was haunted. I did not like that uh, at all. It's so. fine. It's all, it's all for me. 
Um, and then I played. It is all for you. You're right. <laughs> after that, I played a little bit of the Monster Hunter Rise demo, and mm, it's not for you, right? No. <laughs> Like no. neither was Monster Hunter World. I died. Neither I was like, Monster cool. Hunter Universe know. or whatever else comes next. I just like I think I've realized most Japanese games specifically, like that aren't Nintendo first party games, are not for me. Like JRPGs, obviously, like Monster Hunter is not really an RPG, but like games of that style, are just, I can't. I don't know why they're just not. I don't know. I'm just used to I guess American good old american made games <laughs> i don't know They're yeah like I, western, I, I guess am, is the word not american but western in general yeah but yeah i'm i'm not into i'm not into monster hunter either and and i like i want to be because so many people enjoy it so yeah, much yeah i feel like i'm left out but like at the same time like okay and it I can't. seems like yeah. i think maybe i think there might <sighs> be just a big barrier to entry and like if i were to give it more of a chance and spend more time with it then i'd be into it but i also i don't have the time so I'm not a child. If I was a child, sure. It's good. just like Valheim. Like if I had the time, sure, I'm sure I'd be into it. But I don't, so I'm good. Um, I 100 so agree. So after dying, Monster Hunter Rise, I was like, cool, Pac-Man 99 time. Um, <laughs> so that's a lot of fun. Obviously, I didn't get first place. I'm not as good as you know our master Paul here. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It's very exciting. Uh, I think I got top 10 or top 12. I, yeah, I finished 12 in the last game, and I was like, that's good enough. Good night. Um, uh, but yeah, and then in terms of shows, obviously, Falcon Winter Soldier, excellent, watch it twice, highly recommended if you haven't seen it yet, and then I've also, thanks to Rita, started The Clone Wars, officially, um, so I'm two episodes in, <laughs> but I'm also watching it in the official, like, Star Wars provided episode order, so, like, the first episode is, ep- uh, season two, episode 16, and then the second episode is season one, episode 16, and then the third episode isn't even the episode, it's, like, The Clone Wars movie, so... We'll see when I get to that, because it's a whole length movie. And then you go into the rest of the episodes. Uh, but it's good so far. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I think, like, our friend Brad was also, like, suddenly he's like, yeah, I'm, like, 12 episodes in. It's like, hello? When were you going to tell anybody? Um, but it's good. It's good. And then, yeah, that's about it. We're ready to jump into some news. Hmm. I see some AO in the chat from Riga. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm watching. Uh, yeah, it's... Clone Wars is like I, I want to watch it, but there's so many episodes, like so many episodes. Like I can barely get through like normal shows. It's not that because it's like 20 minute episodes. It's not that bad, and it's not like a uh, like network TV show where it's 22 episodes a season or whatever. It's like, well, I guess maybe it's like 20 ish, but it's I don't know. It's something you just put on when you're eating like dinner or something, or eating lunch, or taking a quick break, and then you're like, okay, let me move on. Yes, it's good so I, far. I hear you. Maybe I'll try. I hear you. I'll try it. Yeah, just try it. See, see if you like it. Um, what I, what I was initially going to say is bold of you to assume that I sit down and eat lunch and have time to stare at things <laughs> besides computer screens. Watch uh, on your computer screen. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Excellent. You're right. All right, let's move in to the hot news for entertainment. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, before, uh, I don't know why. I'm Justin's just... comment about Monster Hunter being like Dark Souls. You have to smash your head against the wall until you finally break the wall down, and then you can start enjoying the game. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm like, no. If I'm if it doesn't pull me in within the first hour, I'm over it. <laughs> I don't yeah, simply it, do not. It's like the people that are like, go play Death Stranding. It's a fantastic game. Yeah. Once you get past the first 30 hours, it's great. I'm the like, first no. <laughs> like, no. Who do you think I am? I, I can barely complete games that are like two hours long. Like, I don't. So. Mm, I don't know. It's, yeah. No, we're good. Ten hours is like the length of some games that I want to play. I'm yeah. not going to play that as an intro. Like, come on now. 
Um, yeah. All right. Hot news. Entertainment. Who, who wants to start? You start. Okay, perfect. Sony. I, don't know, I I didn't. I think I know a little bit about this, but maybe it's all. It's yeah. just in a tweet. So Sony said no new streaming services, and for that we are grateful. Um, Netflix at Netflix uh, Film, the official Netflix account, tweeted on April eighth that starting in twenty twenty two, Netflix Netflix will be the first U.S. streaming home for Sony Pictures films following their theatrical releases. So Uncharted, Morbius, Bullet Train, and Where the Crawdads Sing. Uh, plus future sequels to Venom, Jumanji, Bad Boys, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse will all premiere on Netflix. Um, not lo- well, so that it won't be like day and date releases, but they'll be on Netflix after their uh, theatrical runs, which is awesome. Uh, this means that Sony is not going to make their own streaming service. And um, I-, I guess it's kind of the same way that WB partner with HBO Max is supposed to make their own streaming service, um, you know, as opposed to Paramount, who made their own or whatever. Um, they're like, oh yeah, we have all these brands, and really they only have like SpongeBob and Rugrats, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so this is I agree 100. percent This is really good, and I it's funny based on the title. I'm like, wait, what? Which article is this? Anyway, yes, I do remember this um, being announced. So, did we know that there was another a third Jumanji movie coming out? Uh, I don't know if we actually officially did. So I guess maybe that's kind of new. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, it's. I, I think this is good anyway. But, yeah, it, it kind of stinks there's not day and date, but then obviously that, that screams that movie theaters should hopefully see a revival if we're going to move away yeah, from no. day and date stuff. I mean, by 2022, I sure hope that we're back to a place where we can go see movies in theaters again. Um, I mean, I won't hold my breath too hard, but I, I really hope that we're in a place where that's uh, that becomes back to... or that becomes a norm, I guess. Right. agreed 100 percent. so yeah either way super exciting stuff um but yeah so it's uh it's all good but you know what's even more exciting avengers campus finally has an opening date for the disneyland resort obviously california adventure more specifically so this one comes directly from the disney parks blog uh who says the avengers campus at disneyland resort is set to open and recruit superheroes starting june 4th 2021 um so let's see let's grab a few pieces i mean i'll give you my two cents on it as i sorry that's what this sounds yeah no definitely not marvel definitely not marvel marvel music but close enough uh the circus is here um so so disneyland uh announced that they were they were going to start working on an avengers campus at the last d23 that we were at right that's what it was last d23 yeah d23 2019 Right, D23 2019, um, and they were going to start doing that, and in turn, they were closing down a Bugs Land. Um, was it yeah. two ago, two of them ago, or was it one yeah, ago? I'm 100% sure it was 2019, because two of them ago was Galaxy's okay. Edge. Oh, you're right, you're right, right. Okay, I meant it's Scott's honor. Um, okay, this. so what they did is they tore down a Bugs Life Land, mm-hmm. which was a small little area that... Uh, was in California Adventure for many years. They tore that down, and they are building Avengers Campus now. So Avengers Campus is comprised of a few main areas, uh, the biggest one being uh, Web Slingers of Spider-Man Adventure. That's kind of like the what I presume is an e-ticket ride and what it's, what's being uh, pitched as an e-ticket ride. So that's going to be opening opening day, um, and then there's going to be a restaurant themed after uh, Ant-Man, uh, well, we'll say Ant-Man in general, uh, called Pim Test Kitchen. And it's going to be a food innovation science lab where the food and drinks tell a story. 
Uh, just as Ant-Man and the Wasp use PIM particles to grow and shrink just about anything, PIM Technologies applies this science to the creation of shareable bites, inventive entrees, and sweet treats. You'll be able to savor such items as the Impossible Plant-Based Large and Micro Meatballs with Pasta, or the Pimini, a panini served by the slice, or as a long multi-portion sandwich. Um, so, pretty cool stuff there. And then uh, the last thing that they're kind of... Well, actually, the second to last thing. They've got a uh, an Ancient Sanctum that Doctor Strange will train recruits and teach the mystic arts to uh, by bringing the Sanctum to life with powerful spells. And it's a, a real treat at night as it glows the whole area up. Um, and then, obviously, the last piece of it, which is kind of there today already, is Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which is Tower of Terror retheming that was done uh, some time ago. And that is, uh, oh, back in 2017 that opened up. So that is part of the new Avengers campus, but that's been there for some time. So for those of you that have frequented uh, California Adventure since, you know, for somewhere between 2017 and 2020, early 2020, uh, they go through and um, they did that ride. And it's actually pretty good. It's, I mean, it's cool. I don't like Tower of Terror. I hate dropping, whatever, but I went on it, I think, twice and I enjoyed it. So I uh, also hate the dropping feeling still, but enjoy it. So super exciting stuff. <laughs> Uh, it opens up just in uh, pretty much no time at all on June 4th, just a, a couple short months from here. Um, Brad, the pessimist, is saying that they'll be charging $30 per bite-sized plate. You're not wrong, so <laughs> I can't really fault you for it, being a really pessimist here. They really want, though, because like, the food at, at Food and Cargo or whatever in Galaxy's Edge is, what, like $15 a plate? And it's like decent portions. Like I can't imagine that's going to be tiny food. I mean, it will be tiny food, but it will be a generous portion of tiny food. <laughs> Like you'll get right. like a bunch of little mini burgers or meatballs or whatever you said paninis, the the pim the piminis, Pim-ies. but yes, Br- yes, Brad is Brad is right though it will be expensive uh, everything in Disney World is expensive so um, side note uh, talking about this so they open the parks up officially back on April thirtieth uh, April thirtieth I was just gonna ask if and we had an official park opening date yeah yeah so April thirtieth the parks both officially open up. And the prices are exactly what they were back in 2020, which I guess people forgot more inside magic. Inside the magic is just a bunch of clickbait articles, one of the two, um, where inside the magic was like, oh, people are outraged at the price or whatever. But it does cost $154 to get in to one park for one day. That is... Which, I'm not going to lie, it is it is absolutely insane. Heinous. Right? Um, yeah, so... To, to, it all goes back to Brad. Brad makes a good point. You're paying $154 to get in there. They should be giving you food for free. And I'm with them. <laughs> like, that is an insane... I Because when they open, half the things aren't even going to be open in the park. That's nuts to me that they're charging that. So they're charging full price. That's that's not true. That's not true. Didn't it's we... Not, not half of the things. But didn't you go over the list and it was, like, a bunch of rides that, like... Any ride where you're inside for more than 10 minutes. So, like, a lot of them? No. Uh, so that changed a little bit here. Let me let me look. All uh, all Disneyland rides rank from best to worst. No, that won't be open. I'm, I'm pretty sure we went over this list last episode, and I was like, "Hello, that's every ride." Disneyland? No, it isn't. Disneyland? No, we went through the criteria of like um, you won't be able to be. Uh, inside first, like there was a restriction by California that they yeah. put in place, and then something changed because now the rides that aren't going to be open are 
Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, Chippendale Treehouse. Uh, so there's a lot of BS on here. Yeah. Davy Crockett's Explorer Canoes, The Monorail, Donald's Boat, Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage. That's a big one, but no one really likes that anyway. Why? Well, I love Frontierland that ride. Shoot. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, Frontier. No, you don't. <laughs> Frontierland Shoot and Exposition, Goofy's Playhouse, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, Jungle Cruise, Main Street Cinema, Matterhorn Bobsleds, Mickey's House and the Mickey Meet and Greet, Minnie's House and a Meet and Greet, Pirates Later on Tom Sawyer Island, Sailing Ship Columbia, uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle Walkthrough, Star Wars Launch Bay, and Storybook Land Canal Boats. Okay, so, so Jungle Cruise, Matterhorn, and Pirates is what you said, right? Those are big, but I guess they're... No, I, they're... I, I didn't say Pirates. Oh, I think I said Pirates at some... Pirates Layer on Tom Sawyer Island. Oh, there it is. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, why not California Cruise, Adventure? Though? That's so strange. So it looks like anything that's on a boat that keeps you like really close to people for an extended period of time without being to being able to socially distance, I guess, mm. because you've got the Storybook Land Canal Boats, and then you've got Jungle Cruise, which are essentially the same ride, just a little bit different. Um, yeah, and then the monorail is kind of the same idea. But anyway, over to California Adventure, the list is far less. Obviously, there's less to do there as well. Animation Academy, the Boudin Bakery Tour, Golden Zephyr, which is always closed anyway. If the winds are like one mile an hour, they close. <laughs> Grizzly River Run, Red Car Trolley, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, and the Sorcerer's Workshop. So, oh, so really, that's like no mainly real... just the Grizzly River Run. Exactly. In terms of yeah. rides, yeah. Okay. And so then that's not as bad. A few of the restaurants, yeah, a few of the restaurants and the retail outlets will also be closed. But the majority will be open for service. Um, that's good. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good yep. stuff. Uh, most of most of the favorites will be open. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So yeah. Speaking of roller coasters, so yeah, it's still good. One hundred fifty four dollars. Good. I don't know. Mm, I don't know about all that. I got to ride Coney Island Cycling for ten dollars, and that was fine. <laughs> I got to ride a roller coaster yeah. for the first time since last March, and it was fantastic. And that's when we were on the oh, subway home, good. and that's when we saw you open up your Charizard. Um. <laughs> all right. Anyways, jumping into the hot news gaming. Uh, we'll start off with the, I guess, bad-ish, and then we'll jump into some exciting stuff. Um, so, hot off the press. Well, not hot off the press. This was, came out a few days ago. But Deathloop has been delayed until September 14th, 2021. Um, so this one comes directly from the official at Deathloop Twitter account. They posted, you know, the standard text on an image and says, We've made the decision to delay the launch of Deathloop to September 14th, 2021. We're committed to quality and preserving our team's ambitions for Deathloop while ensuring the health and safety of everyone at Arcane. Uh, we'll be using the extra time to accomplish our goal, create a fun, stylish, and mind-bending player experience. We apologize for the extended wait, and thank you all for your passion and excitement. It is the fuel that powers our creativity, our creativity, and our hard work. We can't <laughs> wait to show you more Deathloop soon. Uh, game director Dinga Bakaba, art director Sebastian Mitton, and Arcane Lion team. Uh, Leon, I guess? Leon team. Wait, what did you say last week where Stop. you said, like... Uh, I know. Benoit, Benoit, let me live. <laughs> he said... <laughs> he said, Bennett. Can I live? <laughs> anyway, so... yes. I mean, no, you know the deal there. So, I mean, look, uh, the Shigeru Miyamoto quote, right? Where bad game, you know, good game is delayed, whatever. Yes. Uh, good eventually. <laughs> we quote that, like, once a week at this point. <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous, because there's something always delayed. So. Yeah, it's also it's almost fine. like they all got together... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's also fine because there's so many games coming out within the next few months um, that have all been delayed and they're all now coming out like back to back to back that I'm fine with this being delayed just to ease the load a little bit. Honestly, there's so many games that you haven't, you don't even know about that are out right now that are really good that neither one of us know about. And we just don't get around to being able to play them. And, yes. you know, there's not enough time in the day. But mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm cool with this. It's it's all good. Um, Deathloop, you know, looks, looks promising. Uh, September is better than 2022. So. Let's hope that everything works out. Yes. Um, 
One thing, talking about games that are coming up, I totally forgot about this, and you're probably not going to care. But new Pokemon Snap comes out uh, April 30th, which is in just another 17 days or so, which I totally forgot that was coming out so soon. Is it 30th or 20th? 30th. Are you sure? Uh, maybe I'm wrong. All right, while you're looking that up, um, guess who's coming to, Fort uh, to Fortnite? Oh, it's I actually yet, literally read it in my head. I'm like Fortnite, and then you put Fortnite. Um, all right, so guess who's coming to Fortnite? Uh, your favorite character from Horizon Zero Dawn herself, Aloy, uh, mm -hmm. is coming to Fortnite. So this comes directly from the PlayStation blog. Uh, Outcaster, Seeker, and Champion, Aloy enters the fray alongside familiar mementos of her Horizon Zero Dawn adventure. In addition to the Aloy outfit, all these items will be available for purchase in the item shop starting April 15th, 2021, in just two short days. Uh, things coming out in addition to the skin are the Blades Canister Back Bling, the Glint Hawk Glider, Aloy's Spear Pickaxe, uh, the Heart Ryzen Emo. I hate that. It's literally just uh, her the going shield. like this. Like, just doing yeah, the that's what I figured. stupid. The Shield Weaver Wrap. And that's it. Um, all items in the Horizon Zero Dawn bundle will be available individually, but the bundle includes the Aloy the Skywatcher loading screen as an added bonus. Additionally, anyone who owns the Aloy outfit and plays Fortnite on, the, on their PlayStation 5 will unlock the Ice Hunter Aloy style based on the Bonnock Ice Hunter outfit from Horizon Zero Dawn. Fitting for the primal season, bows are more, of a pro more prominent than ever on the island. One of Aloy's main weapons in Horizon... Uh, demonstrate your bow precision in the upcoming Aloy Cup, available only on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 on April 14th. It's literally only on April 14th, so if you want to try it, you have to play it tomorrow. Uh, oh, this is interesting. It's like a one-day New limited-time mode, team-up, Aloy and Lara. Players will automatically be outfitted as either Aloy or Lara in this duos mode, with their teammate out being outfitted as the other. At your disposal will only be the bow for Aloy and dual pistols for Lara. Now until April 18th at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Holy crap, i got to boot up Fortnite yeah. and try these modes. I should probably update mine. I think I have it updated. Or it should auto-update. I don't know. It should auto-update. But, yeah, remember when... <laughs> picking It's it's Pick on Brad episode. Remember <laughs> when Brad and I were poking at you to play this game? And you're like, I'll get to it someday. I'll get to it. And we're to like, play Horizon Zero Dawn. an extremely good game. Listen, yes. I know. And you're like, I'll get to it someday. And then, like, Brad gave you his copy. And you're like... It just sat there, and you never played it. And then you finally played it, and you're like, wow, I can't believe I waited so he long to play this give game. Give me his copy. I own it. I thought he lent it to you. He might have lent it to me, and I, never, and I gave it back. <laughs> or no, 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 no. Yeah, probably. He yeah. borrowed my copy that I owned, beat it, and gave it back to me before I ever touched it. That's what it was. Mm, anyways, there <laughs> you go. You hate to see it, is. folks. The exposure of Ahmed right here, live, in front of your eyes. I played it. So, I beat the DLC. I 100%ed it. I platinumed it. It's fine. Or no, actually, no, I don't think I... Hmm? I did play. <laughs> Whatever. I had a great time. It's a great game. I'm sorry that I took so long. <laughs> I don't know what to tell no, you. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Just had to pick on you a little mm -hmm. bit there. But yes, mm -hmm. I'm glad you played it, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, now you can enjoy Aloy and Forknife. Yeah, I'll consider it. <laughs> I'll keep it up. All right, but you know you know what's even better than Aloy and Forknife? I love remakes. Do you love remakes, Ahmed? Um, it depends. What's being remade? <laughs> Is it perhaps Uncharted, a game that deserves to be remade because it's old and outdated? Or is it perhaps... I, know, I think you have all the answers. Is it perhaps a game that I've just replayed? I'm like, wow, this still plays excellently to this day and deserves no remake. What if it's the latter? What if it's The Last of Us from 2013 getting a remake? So, <sighs> apparently, this has not been confirmed uh, officially, but Jason Schreier uh, at Bloomberg had this whole report talking about Sony's de uh, internal de development studios and kind of some turmoil that's happening internally. Um, and... Of the, of the kind of news items that he broke was that a Last of Us remake was reportedly in development, which 
I see no purpose for this at all, especially considering that the gameplay in The Last of Us 2 didn't change. So it wasn't like, it's not like The Last of Us is like outdated and that they have to update the game mechanics to be in line with The Last of Us Part 2 because they play exactly the same. And I'm speaking from experience, having literally played them back to back. So anyway, um, to go into this, this, this article kind of uh, from IGN kind of breaks down the Bloomberg article. Also, because Bloomberg is behind the paywall, and I've apparently reached my limit. So we're going to go with IGN for this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. In a Bloomberg report, uh, report into dissatisfaction among Sony's lesser-known studios, sources say that a Last of Us remake codenamed T1X was started by Michael Mumbauer. Uh, a founder of Visual Arts Service Group, a Sony developer that traditionally assists development on PlayStation Studios games. Uh, Mumbauer apparently assembled a new 30-strong development group, and after passing on the idea of a remake for the first Uncharted game, settled on a remake for 2013's The Last of Us. Uh, however, the team reportedly ran into trouble after Sony kept their existence a secret and refused to offer extra budget. Um, head of PS Studios Herman Holst apparently deemed the project too expensive, and Mumbauer's team was moved to support the development of The Last of Us 2. Um, so after the Last of Us 2 was completed, Sony moved multiple Naughty Dog developers onto the T1X project, which is the remake, and the remake effectively became a Naughty Dog project. Uh, Mumbauer and the other original developers have now left the company, but development on the remake is apparently continuing. Um, as part of the same report, Bloomberg also says that Sony Bend, uh, the d- studio that created Days Gone, pitched a sequel to Days Gone after the game was released in 2019, but was rejected. Sony then moved Bend developers onto two Naughty Dog projects, uh, a multiplayer game, presumably the standalone Last of Us multiplayer game, and the new Uncharted project. Um, some Ben staff reportedly left as a result of having their autonomy taken away, and leadership allegedly complained to Sony and asked to be moved off of Uncharted development. Uh, Sony Ben is now apparently working on a new original game, but it's unclear if this is Days Gone 2, a brand new game, or another back catalog game. Um, so there's actually an update to this article that was, I don't know when exactly it was updated, but the update states that Eurogamer reports that its sources claim that Sony Bend developed or claim a Sony Bend developed Uncharted game was planned to be a new chapter for the series, possibly a prequel, and it was intended to be something of a reboot. It's unclear if those plans have, plans have persisted with the project. Um, there have been many rumors about a new Sony team in San Diego led by Mumbauer, uh, with many assuming that it was working on a new Uncharted game after it said it was developing an existing franchise uh, or franchise, I guess. Uh, however, it seemed seems that referred to, what the sentence is not worded correctly. It seems that referred to The Last of Us, with Uncharted's future seemingly remaining under Naughty Dog's control. Interesting. The timing for a remake of The Last of Us feels appropriate given the upcoming HBO series. Um, so, I really don't see the need for an, a remake. Like, if they just remastered it again for PS5, like, and just updated the assets, but there's no need for, a, like, a remake to me reads, like, Redoing the game, redoing the motion capture, redoing everything. I don't see there yeah. being a necessity for that at all. That game still holds up to this day incredibly well. Right, and and it's a Naughty Dog game, which means you know that that they that they develop it so well. I mean, Naughty Dog games just have such a nice quality of life to them that they don't need to be remade like that. Like, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather see them re- have them have Naughty Dog revisit Jack and Daxter. Or have them revisit like Sly Cooper or all these other franchises that have been, you know, lost in time because no, like, like, like they haven't gone through. And I, I don't know. I think there's just a better opportunity at hand. I get yeah. the, I get the comfort level behind these big AAA titles, but I think I saw an article on which if it was like a, a report or if it was just an opinion article that Sony is um, gearing themselves to 
to go more with the AAA titles that are too big to fail rather than taking chances on smaller games. Where then I think an article came out, um, and I and I don't know, I, I couldn't find it, or I, I didn't look, to be honest with you. Oh, is it the uh, one, that, is it the Bloomberg article that we just think? Because the Bloomberg article that we that IGN quoted here from Jason Trier is literally called Sony's Obsession with Blockbusters is Stirring Unrest Within the PlayStation Empire. Because literally every game has to be like this huge blockbuster. So no, it's something different. It's that Nintendo is going to focus on new IPs more. Oh, oh I do remember seeing that. Earlier. So, yeah, so I'll look it up. Um, which is interesting because Nintendo, you want uh, right here from Tech Radar, uh, Nintendo to focus on new IP for future Switch yeah. games. Expect more original franchise in the future. Blah blah blah. Uh, here we go. This Who is like this? in the past decade, the only new IPs that they've launched or successful, I guess I should say, are Splatoon, Pikmin, and like Wii Sports. I think we're like the three, and there was, when you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, huh, there really hasn't been anything like, I mean, I'm sure there's been like some smaller things here and there, but. Oh, like Xenoblade Chronicles was one that came out in the Wii era, right? So that's like new. Um, uh, What else? It's just a handful. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, how many does Microsoft or Sony have, right? I mean, Microsoft has Halo, which came out for the Xbox original, the OG. I think um, Sony definitely caught up in the past few years with new, like, um, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Zero Dawn, the Spider-Man. Obviously, that's right. not, like, original IP, no, totally. not but, Spider-Man. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Wait, what else? He said <laughs> he said Marvel, Spider-Man, an original idea from I Sony Interactive. No, but, like, it's an original, like, first-party thing. Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> Um, yeah. Like Death Stranding, there's been you. a bunch of like, and there's obviously all the the PS5 lineup like Returnal. Um, what else is coming out? Uh, shoot, I mean Ratchet and Clank was an existing uh, franchise. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank, still. Stray, the Cat one. Um, there's a bunch of like new IPs that they've been focusing on. Almost all of the games that they that they showed off for PS5 were new IPs. Yeah, Project sure. Athea, whatever, whatever the new name for it's called. I forgot what it's called. That was this uh, not fractured. No, not fractured. Uh, the fractal, some I don't know. The forgotten, know. but the clapping. So, real quick, going back to Nintendo. Uh, speaking with Nikkei, Nintendo president Shintaro Furukawa talked about exploring new game franchises, saying, "I myself am looking at and studying various forms of entertainment. In the future, we will focus on creating new game series as well as long sellers such as Mario and Zelda." He said. Adding later that, quote, we are constantly building up ideas for the new consoles the market is expecting, but there are some things we can't do now due to technology and cost constraints. So um, what I'm hearing is that we've got new IPs and Breath of the Wild 2 coming for the Switch Pro. <laughs> for the Switch Pro. Oh, yeah. So arms. Justin, yes, Justin's making some good points here. Astral Chain is another big one uh, that did well. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, we talked about a little bit there. Yeah. Snipper Clips is more of an indie title. Box Boy was more of an indie title. That came out for 3DS, though. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure was a new IP. Well, obviously, an entirely new IP. I would um, say Ring Fit Adventure is a spiritual successor to the Wii Fit series, which, and if you want to consider Wii Fit uh, a thing. Like, obviously, it's different, but in terms of having a peripheral yeah. and it being a workout game. Um, and yeah, Snipper Clips and Box Boy, like, I wouldn't make them like they're not like big you know triple a ips i think we're in terms of triple a ips like things like pikmin Wii sports obviously like being one of the best selling games of all time um and splatoon just being as huge as it is xenoblade definitely is up there arms i didn't really i don't know how successful arms was was it like they have a smash character i guess that's pretty big (laughs) because that's an indication that it's that's big enough um 
Med said a spiritual successor to Wii Fit, the same way that the PS4 is a, or PS5 is a spiritual successor to the PS4. <laughs> Shut up. Well, it's both a, both use a both use a controller. <laughs> no, like they both have a specific peripheral that can only be used with that one game. And they're both like Ring Fit Adventure obviously introduces like the, the RPG elements, but like at its core it is a workout game. Like it's not like you're doing like it doesn't call the workouts anything fancy. Like it's not like you're, you know, shooting fire out of your hands. It's literally like you're doing tricep pulls. <laughs> like it's very it's still a, like a workout game just with a story mode. Yeah. Uh oh here oh tracking the years. Here we go. I mean Animal Crossing was new for what? GameCube? Animal so Crossing early. was 20, 2001. 2002. Right. One of those early 2000s. Luigi's Mansion. Nintendo Labo uh, was one that came out along. I mean, I guess you can consider that a spiritual successor to, uh, I don't know, the Wii Remote. <laughs> Shut up. In the past de- uh, but, like, when you think in the past decade, I'm like 2021 to 2011, a lot of these Wii original titles, like the Wii came out in 2006. So like even Wii Sports is well Splatoon right yeah Splatoon came out for the Wii U originally so that Correct. counts that absolutely counts and I guess yeah, yeah arms Pikmin. arms Splatoon wait wasn't Pikmin for the original GameCube that wasn't yeah, even was, a new IP then so right. never mind Pikmin is out <laughs> yeah 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 I don't know anyway what are I'm excited that there's that there's new IPs coming because it, it's been quite a while. Ahmed, Ahmed the pessimist. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm happy. I'm excited that there's out here calling Brad a pessimist when you yourself are a pessimist. Disgusting. I'm next article. (laughs) Relax. (laughs) Um, Do you want to take the next one? The Wii, the Wii fridge has returned. Everyone. What is the Wii? The first major PS5 update is coming soon. This one comes from the PlayStation blog. Uh, Wait, what's the? They say what's the Wii fridge? Let me talk, and you'll hear soon. Okay. You're like, hello, hello, the Wii Fridge. Can you please elaborate? Hello, have you heard about your extended car warranty? And also, what is the Wii Fridge? Because I have no idea what you're talking about. And I didn't realize it would have something to do with PS5. Go on. I'm ready. So, starting with the new update, you can store PS5 games on compatible external USB drives. What does that mean? With this feature, you can now transfer your PS5 games to USB extended storage from your console's internal storage. It's a great way to extend the storage capabilities of your PS5 console, and you can seamlessly copy your PS5 games back to the console's internal storage when you're ready to play it. It is faster to reinstall PS5 games from USB extended storage than to re-download or copy them from a disk. What that means is that way back when you could not play for some period of time, you could not play games off of the Wii's SD card slot. I do not remember that at all. Not even a little And they used bit. to say, well, you should treat it like the fridge where like you take stuff out and you throw it in the trash and like then you put stuff in and then like, you're using that stuff and then when you're done you like put it away or whatever. So and then you, like, take it out the exactly- fridge and defrost it. Okay, I see. Right, and that's exactly what, what PlayStation is doing here, where it's like you can't play games off of your extended storage. You can store them there, and then when you're done, you move some stuff from your PS5 to the extended storage and then bring stuff back onto your console. So it's cumbersome to say the least, but I understand why they're doing it because they don't want to compromise on SSD speeds and all that other stuff. Yeah, but still, like games like it's kind of silly. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart wouldn't work if they were played off an external. They have to be, <laughs> excuse me, they have to right. be played off an SSD. And until they. I think so when when Mark Cerny or whatever at, like when they were first talking about the PS5 specs they were like eventually there will come a time when like you can 
you know, manually open up your PS5 and upgrade your SSD storage, the internal storage, but there has to be drives that are fast enough. And the drive that they're using in the PS5 is faster than any consumer drive that's like readily available at the moment. That isn't, you know, horrendously expensive. Um, right. So there will come a time where eventually you can just upgrade the storage internally, but until then. And they've and, the, and it, it mentions in the article that the M2 drive compatibility uh, is still in progress. Yeah, so yeah. that is still coming. Yes. Um, okay, so a couple of other things here. Cross-generation share play. PS4 and PS5 owners or players can now share play together while chatting in parties. Uh, request to join game session. A selection of your friends' joinable game sessions will now appear on both PS5 and PS4 consoles, allowing for more gameplay opportunities together. Uh, and then some other small t- tweaks, but no folders yet. Sorry, Ahmed. It's okay. I'll just suffer. There is a, a way that you can organize your game library to some extent. Um, they mentioned like a bunch of these random small tweaks. I'm like, these weren't mentioning or worth like copy pasting into our, our doc here. But apparently, you can like search for your library or search for games in your library and hide games from view that maybe you like claimed or whatever or own somehow, and you just don't want to actually see them because they're like stupid. Like. I have a Division 2 demo or some shit that, like, is just there in my library, and I'm never going to touch that again. It's so, so funny, because I thought about that. Yeah, I thought about exactly that, how there's, like, these random games <laughs> yeah. sticking out in there. So you can now hide those. Uh, and, yeah, and then, oh, so this is funny, because we always complain about how Overwatch never auto-updates. Um, apparently, maybe that's just not how it was built. So uh, one of the things that comes with this update for PS5 is called Game Update Pre-Download. Once it's enabled by a developer's titles, update... Title updates for games will be pre-downloaded to your console if the automatic update setting is enabled and your console is in rest mode or on. Uh, this will let you start playing the latest version of the game immediately after the update's release. So, oh, I guess this is new because it pre-downloads it like before the update's even released. Um, so it's kind of right. like pre-loading a game or whatever. So that's cool. So that way, like, it's not like the update releases at 12 and you start to start downloading at 12. Okay, that is new. Yes. I see, I see. Yes, that is, uh, hopefully that'll work as well as it sounds. Men's suffrage? What are you talking about, Carla? <laughs> What's happening in the chat? Not, not having fo- not having folders on PS5, I guess. <laughs> oh, I guess. Um, all right, so coming up next, this one's kind of a rumor, but I think it's still exciting because this has been something that we have been kind of speculating on and secretly hoping for uh, with every fiber of our being since it was first rumored, like, last year. Um, so there's an Xbox and Nintendo announcement kind of teased by specifically Phil Spencer. Um, so this one comes from comicbook.com, who I ragged on earlier for being clickbait, but this one's kind of good. <laughs> so, uh, a new rumor suggests that Nintendo and Xbox will make an announcement later this year. The rumor was shared by Nick Special Ed. Oh, no. I see. Nick Special Ed Baker on Twitter, uh, the founder of XboxEra.com. The poster pointed to an April 9th Game Mess video from Jeff Grubb. In the video, Grubb discusses a Phil Spencer photo with an, many interesting items on the shelf in his background, including a Nintendo Switch. Um, in the video, Grubb states that everything that's on shel- Phil's shelf meant something incoming. Um, and historically in the past, like usually he has something on his shelf and it means that announcement's happening. And then, you know, a few months later, whatever we hear about an announcement. So that's literally the entire basis for the rumor uh, is that uh, there was a Switch on his shelf in the background of one of these videos. Um, but on top of that, Microsoft has also shown significant amount of support for the Switch over the last few years. Uh, Microsoft has published games like Ori and the Blind Forest and Minecraft and Nintendo's console, uh, while characters like Banjo-Kazooie and Steve are playable in Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, so as a result of this relationship, there have been a number of rumors indicating that Xbox Game Pass could come to Switch. Um, and specifically, I think what would work best, obviously, because like 
the Switch isn't as powerful hardware-wise, but it's a perfectly capable streaming device, and they already have the xCloud technology that works on Android phones, and the Switch is Android-based, or at least it runs on the same processor that Android devices would work on. The architecture isn't much different. It would be perfectly feasible to allow like xCloud streaming to a Switch, uh, which I think would be super dope. But again, this is something that we've been like kind of rumored hope or rumors have been swirling about this forever and we've always been been dreaming of it because i can only imagine how incredible that would be because um, rarely ever will i you know connect my xbox controller to my switch or to my phone i mean and like put it in that little stupid adapter thing that i have just sitting on my desk that i haven't used in forever um <laughs> it's just too much of a hassle whereas my switch it's right there it's ready to go it's made for games it just makes more sense so it would be very exciting for Game Pass to come this way, that would be I am 100% here for it. Huge, like extreme. even if it's just for indies, that'd be amazing. Yeah, because because again, like obviously they can choose what games get released, what things like everything on Game Pass is not everywhere. Like some things are only on console, some things are only on PC, some things are only on cloud. So it doesn't have to be you know every game, but it would definitely uh, I don't know. It would be a boon to Microsoft because I think Microsoft more so just wants to get as many subscribers as they can. Uh, but it doesn't matter where they're playing. So, right. I think, you know, Nintendo wouldn't be too mad about, you know, probably taking some of the profits of the recurring subscription or whatever. So, right. 100% agreed. And it'd be super, super exciting because, yes. um, well, we'll see what happens. But, see, we shall. Uh, remember when Phil Spencer had an Xbox Series S on his shelf, just chilling there? Mm hmm. I'm trying, I was trying to think of the other examples of things that he had on a shelf that, like, what the what there's a meant, video but. where people had the um the xbox wireless headset on like months before yeah so it's crazy we'll see oh and obviously we talked about last week but uh, microsoft and nintendo will be present at e3 this year so mm, interesting they're coming out on stage together hmm. I need to see it. inch or resting <laughs> um all right well the last piece of news that we have is nintendo related uh and there is a new switch light color coming we don't know if it's blue or if it's indigo. Maybe it's purple, but you decide. It, they are calling it a fresh new blue color Nintendo Switch Lite uh, that looks pretty sleek. And, yeah, looks nice. So if you're in, in the market for a Nintendo Switch Lite and you want to uh, get a blue one, then this one's for you. Uh, Wait, and it's releasing see? the same day. Sorry. What? Continue. <laughs> it's releasing the same day as Metopia, which comes... Oh. There I go, smacking my microphone. Uh, the same day as Metopia, which comes out on May 21st. Do you see the first reply to this tweet from Nintendo? And someone goes, mmm, blueberry flavor. Just the time I've gotten tired of cherry now. And it's like a red Joy-Con that's literally, like, chewed up. <laughs> Been eaten by a dog? Yes. Yeah. Like, hello. Uh, that is a mess. Anyways, I think the color is indigo. It, it's like Wait, somebody said, what the hell is this? And somebody said, no clue, but it's 18 bucks, and it's a Mercari listing. Wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. Who's selling this? Buy, buy, buy. $18. Anyways, I think oh it looks kind of nice. I wouldn't purchase it, by a, a, purchase it personally, but it looks kind of nice. Imagine having that in your hands. It's going to rip up your skin. The red one? Oh, the chewed up one? Yeah. No, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Everyone's like, where's the Switch Pro? Where's the Switch Pro? Feels like uh, we're back in uh, Hyrule, Hyrule Camp or Camp Hyrule. All over Stop. Again. And we're talking about where's the Nintendo Revolution? Remember that? Remember when freaking Nintendo on video? I should rewatch that video. <laughs> it's been a long time. 
my yearly annual rewatch. All right. Well, that oh is it gosh. for episode 112 of What the Funcast. Thank you all on the podcast for joining in. If you want to see more content, because we will continue streaming after this, be sure to follow us on Twitch so that you can get all the fun shenanigans that you have come to know and love, I guess. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. And uh, for those of you that missed it uh, in the beginning, we're going to be doing a – actually, we didn't say it on the podcast officially. Oh, yeah. But we are going to be doing this live on Twitch uh, every Tuesday night at around 8 p.m. for the next month. Uh, well, sorry, at 8 p.m., period. For the next month, it's going to be a little bit offset of maybe 8, 8, 15, 8, 30 uh, as a meta's fasting for Ramadan. So we will go through and uh, start a little bit later, a little bit earlier as time permits for Ahmed to be full of energy and full of food and water and ready to go. Yes. So, yes, we're going to be doing this live, and we'll be recording it still. So for those of you that listen to it maybe during your workday, you'll still be able to do that. For those of you that want to join us live on Twitch, you'll have that opportunity as well. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tuesdays here. Twitch.tv slash WhatTheFunCast. Hell yeah. Or wherever you find us on whatever podcast streaming service. All right. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace.